Welcome back to the Hop Podcast. It's a new year and this is The Breakfast Show. And what is The Breakfast Show? It's sort of like a bit of a wrap-up, what we did last year and what's coming. I suppose it's a bit of a cop-out, not a full episode. Am I going to give it a number? I don't know. I probably will. I probably won't. Mm, Maybe not. But it's a new year and... Why call it The Breakfast Show? Well, there is a question I always ask. Well, I don't always ask, but there was probably six or seven people who were on the podcast last year that I asked, and it was, what did you have for breakfast? And it wasn't a serious question, but there were some interesting answers. It's basically like a test question, just testing the audio to see whether you know, my side is working, that their side is working, because I really don't want to do a podcast episode and then realise there's nothing there. It's sort of like every person that has a podcast, it's their worst nightmare. So this episode, I'm going to just go through who we had on the podcast last year, and I will sort of add in the breakfast question and then I have the missing Josh Evans interview so it's not really fair it's not a full Josh Evans interview but you'll probably remember if you've been listening to the podcast that I sort of promised a a Jevons interview all year and it never really happened it was supposed to be around about seven or eight the middle of the year but it uh, The Hop Podcast last year really was a journey for me in learning how to podcast about the equipment and software and audio techniques. When I did Harry, and you remember the, remember, remember the disastrous Bassey interview? I mean, it was awesome. It's one of the, my most popular interviews, but... It was uh, five minutes of uh, mobile phone recording to Bassey. Uh, that was a, definitely a lesson. And then I moved on to this online software, which promised to record both ends. It never really quite worked. What happened was the audio was out of sync. I managed to save the Harry interview, and then the Josh interview, we only did about five, ten minutes of interview. I had to go. It was bad timing because... Josh's computer wasn't working properly with the software. And then when I listened back to the audio, it was unusable. It just, none of it lined up. My audio was out of sync. So I just, because it was only like 10 minutes, I didn't throw it away. I just left it aside and thought, well, we'll just do it again. And of course, I just, we never got back to that interview. Josh started traveling, he came back and then we just got busy so it never happened I really wanted to do it at the end of last year but I never lined up a time and then during the break I was just like going through the audio and going through finding the breakfast questions and I just thought I'd do this quick episode as a you know launch back into the new year for the hot podcast and I found it and I just started piecing it together and it's a pretty good little interview it's only like five ten minutes but I'm going to slot it in there so what I'll do is I'll, uh, I think I'll do it at the beginning. So that's a little bonus Josh Evans 
interview for you, but I will get back to Josh. In fact, as soon as I stop recording this, I'll send him a message. And if you're wondering how I do the uh, podcast, I, I might actually do an episode on that, or I might do a blog post. I'm not quite sure. But a lot of people have asked me how I do my recording. At the moment, I use Facebook Messenger, and I do the uh, I record the audio, but I record both sides. So I record on my computer my audio, and then I record the audio of the other person through Facebook Messenger. And that way I have two streams of audio, and then I import them into Audacity, and I mix them there. And I can cut it, edit it, and because I have two sides of the audio, if I over-talk the person, I can say mute my sound. So it's just a better way of doing the audio. So that's what we're about, and... It's a, this is a long intro, but I suppose it's all podcast, isn't it? Is there really an intro? Anyway, so how about some housekeeping? The, my last episode, episode 18 was with Kavon and I don't know what happened there. I never really promoted that episode. I'm really sorry about that. I'll push that out and promote the blog and some uh, photos of it. But if you didn't see that one, if it didn't pop into your news feed, uh, give it a listen. It's a really good one. He has since released the movie or the video, the European video that we talk a lot about. So if you've watched that video, go back and listen to our podcast because there's a lot of stuff that is explained in that podcast. It will probably make the video a little bit more enjoyable to watch. Uh, the other thing, I was interviewed on a podcast, the Cheesy Neasy Podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes. But basically, search in your favorite podcast player for Cheesy Neasy. That's Neasy as in N-E-E-Z-Y. They are a bunch of long-distance skaters. So into the long-distance skate scene and racing, they... It's it's a pretty good series, actually. I listened to the first couple. I haven't listened to myself. It's a good interview. I really enjoyed uh, speaking to those guys. We really got into it. And I don't think I said anything that controversial. But anyway, it is what it is. Give it a listen. Give them a subscribe. It's another skate podcast. Come on, support this. And I, I've been talking to those guys a lot. I'm actually going to have them on my podcast. So that is one of the ones that's coming in the future. I haven't recorded that, but I'll get them together and we'll just talk everything I ever wanted to know about long distance skate. It's going to be a good episode because I have a lot of questions and hopefully they have all the answers. So what else? Uh, We might get into it. And, you know, this podcast started last year. It has exceeded my expectations. I had a goal when I started it that I sort of want to get to a thousand listeners. If I could get to a thousand listeners per episode, I just thought that would be just, you know, blowing the roof off. I would be really happy with that. And we're we're already over that. We blew past that. And I think we're at a couple of thousand 
couple of thousand people listen per episode, which is just mind-blowing. And it just keeps growing. Obviously, since the break, it's slowed down a little bit. Once we get into doing regular episodes, we'll probably get back up. So I suppose we're doing bigger podcast episodes and we have a sponsor. Can you believe it? So here it is. The sponsor is Audible. And if you go to hopken.com.au forward slash Audible, you can get a 30-day trial of Audible and something free so it's a pretty good deal they give you something free and they give me a little bit of something if uh, you sign up only to the trial all you have to do is sign up for the trial so it's free for 30 days you can cancel any time so what is audible audible is a way of listening to books and it's a subscription service so you subscribe every month you get sort of one credit one credit buys a book and so you get to listen to a book a month and it's a great way to listen to audio. If you love podcasts, and I know you do because you listen to me, you'll love Audible. So when I ran out of podcasts to listen to, I jumped into Audible. So I am a subscriber. And it's just a great way to get books and listen to something while in your car and doing work. And there's a, I don't, there just seems to be an endless supply of audio books out there. So the deal is sign up. 30-day subscription, 30-day trial. You don't have to subscribe. You can cancel before the 30 days is up. And if you do cancel, you get to keep the book. So if you sign up, you get to have, you get to download one book and listen to it, give it a listen. What do you think? And if you cancel, you get to keep the book. How good is that? So, free book. I would suggest, what audio book am I listening to? I'm listening to Seth's book. This is marketing, Seth Godin. There's so many ways that that applies to the skateboard industry or skaters. I'm not going to get into that now, but I might, at the end of the podcast, I might do a little bit on This Is Marketing, but that's a great book to listen to. And I think each month, if we continue with this sponsorship, I might suggest a different book each month. Anyway, that's enough of the intro. Is that an intro if we started the podcast? Okay. Let's get into it. Okay, the breakfast show. So episode one, we launched with, it was sort of just the introduction, had Max Bellasteros. We didn't ask him the breakfast question. I don't know. He's probably doing a bacon and egg roll before he goes surfing in the morning. Emily Prost, I remember. She loved kangaroo meat, like kangaroo hamburgers when she was at Newton's that year. So... I reckon she's a high-protein sort of breakfast. Maybe like uh, eggs and beans or something like that. Jeremy Bogan, well, he's in China at the moment, so he'd be congee. He'd be doing late nights trying to get that e-skate jed boards out to everyone, so he's working the long hours. And episode four was Newton's top ten. That was me. Number five, Dan Pape. I think Dan, it'd be some sort of Japanese vegan dish, I reckon. Uh, Bassie, what would Bassie have for breakfast? I reckon he's a bacon and egg roll as well. He'd just like eggs on toast or something. Just, 
maybe just some bread with last night's just meat protein inside it and he's off to work okay harry clark i didn't ask harry what he wanted for breakfast it was probably it was in europe so it was probably schnapps but i think harry clark is a cereal with milo on top i definitely see him just grabbing some cereal cornflakes before the dawn run lots of milk milo on top or maybe it's vegemite on toast um and then episode eight we did michael brook i just talked about concrete wave michael brook he's a classic canadian he'd be doing pancakes with maple syrup come on tell me that's not true so in between there uh was jevon's interview was supposed to be which never happened but i've got a small sneak peek of what is to come because we will redo the jevon's interview so this was some audio i have fixed it it might be a little bit out so if it sounds like i'm laughing at the wrong spot you probably know why because i have had to cut and paste to put it all back together here's the missing jevons interview right now so we're recording we are live um it's it's taken a few weeks but we finally uh finally got to talk it's uh We've been busy, you know, getting back from uh, Philippines and Korea and stuff and yeah. straight back into it before Europe. So 2018 Asia-Pacific Continental Champion. How does that sound? It's uh, it's pretty cool. Hey, I'm... Uh, yeah. I, I, and Australian champion. Yeah, no, that, that's a bonus and, for sure. <laughs> and New Zealand champion. Can we call you New Zealand champion as well? Uh, they'd probably have a problem with that. <laughs> you did win. Uh, you did win the. You did win the big race in New Zealand yeah, this year. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know how many other races there are. I, I've been seeing they've got a couple of uh, outlaws and stuff going down. It looks like the scene's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I think I think they wouldn't like that too much. <laughs> so I mean, you, you are having a bit of a golden year, though, aren't you? Like you started started the year at um, winning the Crunchies race. Um, and then you're in like the uh, Newton's final. Yeah, that that was something special for sure. And I mean, you've just been so consistent. You're sort of like uh, keeping it high fourth, yeah. Moon Rock and then, fifth, uh, sixth, yeah, and then Korea <laughs> sixth. Just, just slowly getting worse. <laughs> so like really consistent. Yeah. <laughs> but I have noticed that about your like you're racing that each year you just slowly improve it seems like you know what i mean like 13 14 15 it's like this build up you're sort of just building into it yeah 16 was definitely the start of good of a good season um there was a bunch of uh fifths there and conti finals and stuff and then had to go and uh, break my ankle and so i think i think that was the that was a step back um last year was a bit of a bit of a flunk but i mean you get that yeah so when did you hurt yourself uh giant's head 2016 and how did you do that uh <laughs> well i mean we were just smashing out runs and um generally if, if you're going fast you, you try to go into the first pack at giant's head because it's it's chaos but um one run after lunch 
uh, we just happened to be going at the back and we were, we were coming down and um, uh, just a, a young rider just freaked out and just penny just like directly into me. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, hit him with the side of my foot and sort oh, of no. rotated it inward. Um, and so that, that chipped the bone and then I had to get flown home and get surgery and whatnot. But it was, it was tough, but I mean, you learn a lot through stuff like that. Yeah, I think. When was that? That was? Uh, in between, uh, so just after Killington um, and just before right. Whistler. So it would have been July. And this was last year? Uh, no, 16, 2016. 16, 16. Yeah. Right. And then, and then, so, and then when were you healthy again? Uh, the middle, a, a year ago? Yeah, probably, I was pretty healthy around December. And then um, <laughs> I broke my other foot um, training for, for Newtons. So that, that was really cool. And so I missed that. And then I think I was healthy for all of uh, like six weeks before Europe. So, so Europe was a bit, of a bit of a shock. Do you think Killington's your race? You always do well there. What, what is it about Killington you like? Or is it just that you've had good racing there? Uh, I think it's... It's really balls to the wall. It's it's rather intimidating. It's very fast, um, and I like that. And I think that's what threw a lot of people off. Was you know because I mean you're going 115 in, into a slide into that bottom corner, and, and I think I think that kind of throws a lot of people off. Whereas yeah, I, I like it a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's your breakthrough race, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it 2015? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you made the Conci. Conci with with Connor, actually. Yeah, that was that was wow. a really great for sure. And then the next year, you're in the Conci with Zach, Zach, Emily, and Tanner. But Tanner did his, Tanner. <laughs> Tanner did his shoulder. Um, so he, I, I don't think he actually raced in the Conci. Ah, but okay. It was, it was me, Zach, and him, and we, me and Zach, actually got the fastest speed of the of the whole event. Um, that year in that run. So that was pretty cool. That run, yeah, really? In the concert. Yeah, we hit, um, I think it was 113 or 114 or something into the slide. Yeah. What? Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. Like you, you can't back down with Zach behind you. Like if, if you make one little thing, he, he's going for it. And so. were you, how did that go? Did, were you leading that final? That concept. Uh, so I pushed him first, and then he passed me into the first corner, and then I passed him uh, on the straight um, into the left, into the big left, the fast left, and um, he he sort of tried to go for an inside, but um, I just sort of blocked it in and and held it, and because after 2015 they cut the finish line off a bit because the finish line was like miles down the road uphill in an uphill section and stuff. And so for 16, they'd cut the finish line um, to where it is now. Uh, and so there was, there was no chance of overtaking out of the corner. Wow. And where was Emily during all that? Uh, she was just behind. Just behind. Um, yeah. I don't know if, if she just didn't have a good run or, um, you know yeah. what happens like to the best of us. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was awesome. and yeah, so and 
that that year you did well in Kira as well. It's sort of just outside the concept. Yeah, sixteen. Uh, yeah, sort I of think made it to the quarters. Crash, um, in the quarters, well, we're battling it out. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, won won the Conti in at Ruapehu. Um, and then I think I got eighth or something at yeah Makata and at me and then and killed it. So yeah, that that was that was quite the year. But it was shaken up to be, you know, I was going to go to Europe. Um, but, you know, doing some of some. <laughs> and last year at Killington, it just wasn't your year? Oh, I, I just, I think I just got outraced. Uh, I think, I mean, I, I was standing there with, uh, what, we had Max Caps, um, Thiago and... Uh, Carlos and me in the in the uh, quarters, and they were all in speed suits, and I didn't want a bar of it. <laughs> so, so I mean, and they're all incredibly fast people anyway. So, so I mean, I can't really complain. Yeah, just got outraced. Okay, is that a bit cruel? Just cutting it off there, but that's all I've got of the Josh interview. Like I said, I'll go back and do it. It's just a a sweet taste of some of the interviews we've got I've got for you this year. And the next episode was episode nine, Mitch Thompson at Bathurst. And I was testing new kip. I had my new recorder, so I was testing it out. And I think this is the interview, I'm pretty sure. So where I came up with a, what you had for breakfast. I'm not claiming that that's original, but it's what I did for the test with Mitch. I just wanted to make sure that the audio was working, that I wasn't stuffing it up. This is what Mitch said. Okay, we're on the Hopkin podcast and this is a test and we've got Mitch Thompson. What would you have for breakfast? Uh, Fruit Loops, actually. Fruit Loops? You had Fruit Loops yeah, at breakfast? Yeah, yeah. Like every breakfast? Grain. No, not every breakfast, just today. Why? Why was today, sir? Uh, lazy day. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 10... It, wasn't an interview, it was just a quick tip with Matteo. I didn't ask him the breakfast question. I'm thinking Matteo's like just a long black sort of guy, like, or a short black, just a coffee, no food, just get into it. And episode 11, Calvin Skinner. What did you have for breakfast? Um, I had like avocado on toast. Smashed avocado? Yeah, yeah, but like did it at home, of course. Didn't want to, didn't want to pay those cafe prices. <laughs> then episode twelve and thirteen. It was a double episode. We uh, the interview was so big, we split it into two, and that was Tiago. And here is his breakfast question: What did you have for breakfast? So. My breakfast was far away ago because in Brazil now is ending of the day. But today I have a good breakfast, bro. I eat some eggs, some, how can I say, uh, in Brazil we call aveia. I think it's oatmeal. I oh, think, yeah. yeah, I think it's oatmeal, eggs, and some juice, Brazilian stuff. How Pretty do you, good. How do you cook the oats? Or? No, no, I just take then like with coconut milk. Ah. 
Yeah, I, I like a lot to play with foods, bro. I do every two days a fresh coconut milk, so it's all natural, all yeah. power. Okay, episode 14 was Andrew Morsell. And I, I didn't ask the breakfast question. I don't know why. If I did, it's lost. And maybe I was just too distracted by that that robots DVD that he had. This Russian robot music in the background. It was just so out there. But Andy, what would he have for breakfast? I imagine that it's Cocoa Pops. Some sort of cereal, rice bubbles. But it wouldn't be any ordinary. He would probably put it in like a vintage rice bubbles packet. Like it would be some box from the 60s. He'd like every week he'd pour the cocoa pops into this vintage box and he'd serve himself breakfast out of it every morning that's what i imagine andy's doing episode 15 ryan villa what do you think ryan has for breakfast so okay. uh, what'd you have for breakfast um for breakfast i actually didn't have anything i guess a coffee no breakfast how's that no. possible you don't get hungry I do get hungry. I just work. I do. I, I just power through it. So what? You have elevenses or something like that. You're like a hobbit. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I have a lot of energy. They have their uh, second meal and third meal before their lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I probably eat like twice a day, sometimes once. Okay. Depends on the day. And that's normal. Yeah, I'd probably say so. Hmm. I don't usually eat breakfast. I should. You're definitely right. I feel better when I do. But... It's just coffee. <laughs> okay. Is it a good coffee, though? Um, no, not usually. Actually, I'm not usually a coffee drinker. This morning was, was uh, kind of just out of the blue. I needed some coffee because I didn't wake up. Mm. Um, but I usually have like a Red Bull. <laughs> Episode 16 was Evren. And I don't have his answer. I don't think I asked the question to Evren. I think we just got straight into the interview. And we have his boards in stock now. They are beautiful. They really are. They are well made. The art is awesome. So you can see them on our website, hopkin.com.au. If you want to order one, we have both in stock, the top mount and the kicktail now. So they've just arrived. Episode 17 was the slide jam. Well, we're not going through everyone's breakfast they had at the slide jam, but hey, if you're going to slide jam, big breakfast, you need energy. Finally, the last episode of the year, although it wasn't supposed to be the last, I had a few more planned after that, but we sort of, uh, Christmas is busy in the hop shop, so what can I say? There was no time to do podcasting, but Kavon. Episode 18. This is what he had for breakfast. Okay, so I'm just going to do a quick test so you might hear yourself in it. What'd you have for breakfast? Um, McDonald's. What? <laughs> Shamefully enough. Yeah, it was. Dawn, we passed two. Dawn Patrol. Like, uh, not quite, but when we went, we went out skating this morning, um, on the way there, there are a couple places that we'd normally go but one had closed breakfast a bit earlier and you know the other one would close because it's sunday and everything is closed here on sundays right in terms of local business anyway but 
it's it's hard to yeah we uh, had to it's hard to, to resort to that. it's hard to ignore the the siren call of the golden arches sometimes i mean it was it was the last choice you know sad to... <laughs> okay that's enough of the breakfast show what is happening in 2019 so i have edited and almost ready to go episode 19 and that's jacko jackson shapira and that is a funny episode like i've sort of been not putting off having jacko on it's just that i i've lived through so much of it with him so i didn't think we'd learn i didn't think i'd learn or hear anything new from jacko and i was so wrong either i've forgotten things or Jacko just told me stuff that he'd never told me before when he's touring, so that is a great episode, and it's a lot of fun. I laughed so much in that episode. So episode 20 is Daniel Isley, and if you don't know Daniel, you'll know his brand, Rocket Longboards, Rocket Skateboards, and probably one of the hottest boards at the moment. It is in Australia, they just... Uh, like running off the shelves, everyone seems to be on them. And it's a slow grind that Daniel's been doing. That That's a really interesting episode, getting into what it takes to build a brand and how do you go from just making boards for yourself to making boards for the world. And then episode 21, which is has been recorded is the boosted boards podcast i have a great talk with mike McHugh. he's an australian probably has one of the best jobs in the world and that is he's a director of boosted boards in charge of customer service and runs a software team and we dig into all about boosted boards it's a great episode that one i'm really looking forward to uh, presenting that one and that's all I have recorded at the moment. I have so many that I want to do. So Jacko Part 2, he's already messaging me saying, when are we doing Part 2? I haven't even released Part 1 yet. Jevons, I need to speak to him. You know, there's I didn't interview everyone in the top 10 for the Open Downhill rankings this year so obviously the notable exceptions that i missed were pepe and daniel angle so i'd like to speak to them i had sort of an interview lined up with carl wester are you still there carl i've sent you a couple of messages i'd like to do that one who else i also have one i've got uh an interview lined up with dan gesmeyer and aaron and that's about the new seismic wheels. And I reached out to them. They didn't uh, reach out to me and say, hey, let's do an interview. Because obviously it's good promotion. It's a way of uh, promoting your products. So I actually approached them. And I've given Jacko some seismic wheels, some of those seismic wheels. I That's out of my pocket. Dan or seismic haven't given me any wheels. And Jacko's been testing those out. So... I've got a little bit of feedback. I'll get a lot more feedback from him. We might do a blog post about that. I'm not quite sure. But it's definitely just doing a little bit of research for that podcast. 
I want to do an IDF. I've reached out to IDF to see if we can do a podcast on the World Skate uh, event that's coming up this year. They are releasing more information. That's what I've heard through the grapevine. There will be a uh, an announcement about that race. And the Olympics. It's coming in 2020. Skateboarding is going to be in the Olympics, not longboarding, not downhill racing, but just uh, your core skateboarding. I think it'd be interesting to do an episode on that. So interviews that I didn't really get round to last year, which I thought about, I sort of lined up. I wanted to do sort of a, a who are the top contenders for the world championships this year in downhill skateboard racing. So I was thinking I might talk to Bugs about that. I was talking to him last year about doing something. And obviously Newton's is in April. I'll have my recorder. If you want to be on the podcast and you're coming to Newton's and you're an international, you know I want to speak to you. So don't be shy. I'm not going to have that much time at Newton's. So let's... uh, let's lock it in let me know if you're coming i'd love to get some we might even do some live podcasts anyway we'll see i'll definitely be doing something at newton's tame the taipan i haven't booked anything yet but if i'm up there definitely do something and one thing i've been one of my goals as you know for this podcast is to document a lot of the skateboard racing and not just current skateboard racing but skateboard racing that has happened in the past and i've listened to a few podcasts one was with roger hickey i'd love to interview him but i don't know much about his era which went for a while so if you've got if you know of information i can research how to research like early racing from like the 80s and 90s, that Roger Hickey era, I would love to hear from you. Um, Kurt Hurley, he was in that era, so I've sort of reached out to him. He's agreed to be on the podcast, but I'm still doing a bit of research on the racing from that time and results. Maybe I could just wing it, you know what I mean? Just ask questions. Obviously, Kurt is relaunching omen skateboards so that's interesting if we could get him on the podcast and that's it and all the other people they're going to meet along the way if i haven't mentioned your oh yeah we've got like the uh the long distance skate podcast the cheesy kneesy guys so i mean that's going to be happening so the, I, i've agreed I, i've reached out to so many people so Check your messages, your DMs. There might be a message there from me if you want to go on the podcast. So a lot of the Sector 9 guys, Louis Poloni, I mean, he'd be fun to have on the podcast. So that's it. That's all for the Breakfast Podcast. I will have episode 19, Jacko, coming very shortly hopefully the end of this week, maybe even sooner, maybe in the next few days. And that's it. I might ramble on an hour about uh, Audible. So this isn't like an advertisement, but just 
I mentioned before about the you know books that are good on Audible, and one of them, well, the one that I'm enjoying is This Is Marketing by Seth Godin, and I really like his podcast, Akimbo. If you're not subscribed to that, you should really look into that. Now, the thing about Seth and is it's not a lot of it isn't direct actionable stuff. He doesn't tell you exactly what to do. So it's not like a play-by-play manual. But if you listen to what he says and what he talks about and then put it in perspective of your skateboarding niche, you know, your longboarding, your downhill, what you want to do, whether that's a brand, whether that is getting involved in the industry, whether that's sponsorship, whether that's being a skater, if you listen to what he has to say and you apply and think about it in terms of your industry or your sport or what you want to do, it becomes really powerful. So that's why I mention, that's why I recommend that book. And that's it. Catch you on the next one. Hop out.